This is Caleb Waite, and you are listening to the Sifu Podcast with David LaPerry. David. Caleb. What's up? Hey, man. So, Mount Worth is the fourth poem in the Nature Series. Yes. Sifu Hotman. Yep. It's an amazing project so far. Yeah. I'm not aware of any Mount Worths near us right now. <laughs> have you it's found, poetry, man. Have you? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I've climbed some mountains. Haven't heard about this, but this sounds uh, huge. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's large and it's afar off in the distance. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I think like, you know, sort of like what the poem is depicting is I mean, this idea, if we can picture God as this huge mountain, bigger than anything that we mm. could imagine. Yeah. Um, and we can see him um, as Christians, as we're reborn. Um, our goal, our aim, our trajectory, everything that is in us, our purpose is all directed toward him. Um, and so we're, we're following after him. He's, yeah. he's the direction yeah. uh, that we're headed. Yeah. I like how you use the word bearing. Mm, yeah. You're bearing, right. It's, it's like, we are drawn to that. Like that is the distance, like, as you say, destination landmark, that is where we are going. Like, yeah, the, the entire way, no matter where we go in life. Right. That's, that's it. Yeah. I mean, like if we had a compass, you know, and that sucker, you know, is spinning around, you know, it, you know, it's aiming us toward him. I mean, Hmm. and we need to, we need to follow that and, um, follow after him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, when you say like the magnitude, magnitude is evident to me, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm interpreting poetry. So go for it, man. Um, it just seems like the magnitude, right? For some, is just that is that is just depressing. Like they look at the magnitude of mm. all who who God is, and they're afraid of it, or it's di- distasteful. Sure, do they do not want to be drawn? Yeah, to, to there. But as we, like you said, look at this far off mount of just like this this worth, right? Yeah, God Himself. We 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 look at it. Right. As, as I mean, I grew up in doing a lot of stuff in the mountains. My dad is a crazy outdoorsman. And when I would see at the base of mountains, I would be at the same time, like humbled, terrified, exhausted, yet also like curious and wanting to like, I wanted to, to get there at, at the same time. And so I feel like there's so many emotions when, when you, the right, when you view it and, some people really distaste it. They don't want anything. They don't want to go, go up that mountain. Sure. And to like you said, possibly those who are reborn, regenerate, our desire is to to run that race. Yeah. Well, I think like too the we should be careful to to say actually we should recognize, like you said, that there there are folks who don't want the mountain, who don't want God who, who do see, see him as threatening, as hard, as difficult. Um, 
who see him as uh, a potential hazard for their lives. Uh, and I think that's true. That's a good point, yeah. And some of us... Uh, it's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous to thing. To submit your your will, your right. life, your what you would say, your freedom, right? Your independence to the will of God. Right, but I think we should be... We should be cognizant of the of the reality that um, it is not by by our might or our strength that we're going to make this journey successful. Hmm. Um, that the expectation of God is not okay. You know, you've been reborn. Now do it right. He's He's sending the helper. He's sending the spirit to be with us, to teach us, to move us for it. And, and in some senses, even as the poem would depict like his beauty, his magnificence, his magnitude is so yeah. great. So great as the poem would say, everything else is like a pastel. Like he's so great. He's so amazing um, that he's so vibrant that everything pales in, in comparison. Literally. Literally. Um, and so I think even that, like he's drawing us for it. He's drawing us for it. It's not a work of our will uh, necessarily. It's far more a work of, of his doing, of his calling. And so we're, we really need to rest in, in him. Right, right. And again, it's, it's, it, is, it is a, like Paul says, this is a race. This life mm. is a race. Like right. This this life of sanctification, this this Christian life of, of submitting to God, to picking up our cross, right, to dying to ourselves. All of this is very unattractive language. Absolutely. But it is but is I mean, the glory that awaits in these mountain ranges of being drawn into and conformed to the image of Christ is sure. it is beyond what our flesh and what we can really, really I mean grapple with i mean p- people who hear stories of everest climbers and stuff like you guys are insane right but they know something that we don't that is like driving them to the top right sure like, like there's something there that's propelling them. yeah you know and i think like we should be wrecking i think that if you asked one of those guys or gals that they would say that it's not just the summit that is uh the amazing part of everest you know but it's the journey hmm. there as well yeah. Good. And so I think like we should view it and really the poem is written more like in the present tense of this life, right? Like, like we see the beauty of God. We see the magnificent so that there's, there's strength and there's, there's something that we're aiming at. We're not purposeless. We're purposeful in this life. Um, but then obviously we know that like the crowning jewel at the end of this life is God himself yeah. and that propels us forward. So I think that there's, there's hope and strength and encouragement for this life. And then there's the promise and the great expectation of the life that is to come. Yeah. Um, and so that's why there's this picture in the poem of every day, every month, every year, as we move forward, the mountain grows bigger and bigger and bigger hmm. and dominates the landscape to a point like my grandparents, like, you know, when, when they were coming to the end of their days, like all they could think about, all they could, uh, hope in was, was being with their savior. Um, and that's the way I hope to be when, you know, I'm, you know, 85, you know, and senile and crazy. Mm. Um, can't wait. Yeah, exactly. 
So I think like that's kind of where you know where we're headed. Yeah, yeah. Well, not there, but somewhere <laughs> like there. <laughs> we are though. Right. No. I, I, yeah, it's good. Paul. Paul says to live is Christ. Yeah. To die is gain, which is like, right? Again, this reversal just keeps appearing and appearing and appearing. Yeah. And it's just the fact of the uh, the the grace that we've been given to live means we get to live as Christ. Right? Yeah. It means we get to be conformed to his image. It means we get to become a servant leader as he as he was. And that is gain. Yeah, but I think like like you hit on it before, that's not very attractive. Oh yeah. Um and so I think like what what we have to trust in is that only God's gonna be able to change our hearts. Mm. So when we talk about like new creation or rebirth um, we're, we're, we're expecting that if some, if someone's going to do the work to, to change our affections, to change what we value and hope in, it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be God. Yeah. Um, because we're not going to want those things. Yeah. Um, uh, but through his grace, um, and him being such a merciful, kind and good father, he does that, you know? Yeah. Amen. Real quick before we wrap up. Yeah. Is there just a slight sense some theological distinctions being made here. Things like perseverance of the saints mm. and uh, maybe some in the, at least in the, in the second poem, some um, irresistible grace of God being, being uh, present in, in, in that. Are, are, are you depending on some of the, like, like, I mean, obviously things that are, exegeted and ex- expounded in in scripture but are you like are you drawing upon the, those themes too to just i mean to uh make sense of the, the, the this worked yeah you know i think like i mean personally obviously i'm the one writing these these poems so all of my theology and doctrine is going going to be a part of them and if i purpose myself as i did with these and, and those that will come to write poems about God. Yeah. Uh, so that's the purpose of Sifu Hotman. Um, then certainly my theology and doctrine is going to come out and certainly my reformed theology is going to, to be embodied in, in right. these poems. Right. So yeah, I'm going to use words like predestination, uh, just as the Bible would use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to talk about themes of irresistible grace I'm going to talk about how we were saved by grace and grace alone, that mm. God's the one who made the first move um, yeah. toward us. I mean, these are, these are themes of scripture. I want, I, I'm not necessarily a writer of reformed poems, but I'm a writer of poems that are about God that are informed by scripture. Um, and if they happen to be re- reformed, well then so be it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great because it's not just you trying to shoehorn something it, in here, that's not what it sounds like. It's sure. not what it reads like. It's it's you expressing your your Christian life, and your right. You said you know you know your reading of of scripture, not to make it subjective and just experiential, but it's like this yeah. is a natural part of your life. You you are like reasoning through this how you would. You're not just trying to shoehorn things. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely, like okay. There's ten poems. So I didn't write like you know five you know, two for each, you know, point of Calvinism or something. Mm. Um, they just happen to flow out of the things I'm working through sure. and dealing with. Um, and, and it should be that way. 
you know, like even like, you know, uh, C.S. Lewis writing Narnia. I mean, okay, like a lion dies and is reborn. You know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, these things just come out or like Tolkien, like the the return of the king is, is the salvation of the entire land. I mean, these things yeah. just come out yeah. because we're Christians, because right. we love God. Right. You take um, it down. Yeah, I take it down, it comes out. Comes I mean, that's out. just how, that's just how, like, that's how good Christian art works. Yeah. Um, and so I hope it's that that way in this. And pe- yeah. I don't think people have to agree with everything that I say or think, you know, to enjoy the project or what's happening in yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I love this one very much. It's, I like how, how you brought up Narnia, too. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going through um, the, the books right now, and my, my wife and I just got past the part where um, Mr. Beaver is telling Peter and uh susan and lucy edmund had just left to go you know get the witch and stuff but it's where he's telling them you know all about aslan and they're like oh he's a lion he sounds dangerous why why do we want to approach him why why do we need to like get his help and you know is he safe and like "Uh, no yeah he's not safe but he's good right? right and i i feel like this this mountain this Mount Worth you were drawing upon is is the same thing, right? The slopes are steep, the it's dominating your horizon, but God is good and and He is He's our bearing, He's our landmark, He's our destination. Yeah, I think it's like a, like fortunate but also unfortunate, right? We would look at okay, here's our journey toward the mountain. We don't know, we don't have a bird's eye view, so we don't know what's ahead. We don't know how many cliffs, like how many you know, deep ditches, how many flowing, rushing rivers are in between us and that mountain. We don't know. God knows. So there is that sense that, you know, we're leading, he's leading us into a real unknown journey. Uh, so either we trust in him or, or we're doomed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not safe, but he's good. Right. Exactly. And so our trust, our hope has to be in him and he's the one that started it. Yeah. And so he's the one that finishes it. Yeah. Amen. Well, David, thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. All right.